You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Nuggets your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. You can listen to us and multi- turn us on on like all the devices at once. That's the <laughs> best way to really enjoy That'd be great for our numbers. Yeah. Listen to us on every platform. I'm Matt Moore, senior NBA writer for the Action Network, Nuggets Insider for 104.3 The Fan Denver, host of Locked On NBA on Thursdays. He is Adam Mares, director of content, content director, lead person, uh, whatever, dark, yeah, dark wizard of the underworld for DNVR, the DNVR.com. You can find him on Twitter at Adam underscore Mares and host of Locked On NBA on Fridays. We're here to preview a game, an actual basketball. Well, not well, well, half of uh, (laughs) almost like 0.3 of a basketball game that will be played on Monday today when you're listening to this between the Los Angeles Clippers and your Denver Nuggets preseason game number one. So today we're just going to talk This is where you and I are different, Matt. Like on a scale of one to 10, what's your excitement level for tomorrow night's preseason game against the Clippers? Scale of one to 10? Probably three. I'm at like, honest to God, I'm not even exaggerating here. I'm at like a nine. And I know like Wednesday's game against the Warriors, which is like the exact same thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be at like a five probably. It'll, it'll It'll go way down. But tomorrow it's just like, the first day of school you know i'm excited um you got players to, that I'm, I'm intrigued just to like look at them not even necessarily to analyze them but just to look at them so i'm pretty excited man well i'm glad um i will be a lot more excited when uh the betting lines come out that's the big <laughs> you degenerate one and oh baby nets plus three and a half let's go <laughs> of course, of course undefeated in 2021 <laughs> All right, we will talk about the offense. We'll talk about the defense. We'll talk about everything that we're looking forward to in this game. And at the end of the show, we'll have a little bit of a, a minor update on some back stuff. Uh, not going to bog it down too much. We're going to try and not cover that as much because we feel like we covered that in detail. But I did want to go ahead and give you guys uh, one update on what I had heard. Let's start here. Uh, no Joker. Joker had, was in Denver for the birth of his daughter, whose name I still have not heard him say, so I do not know how to pronounce it. Uh, I understand Katie Woodgen did a good job on it though. Um, joined the team in LA though. So they're in LA. He was at, they all went to the Rams Cardinals game today <laughs> and watched the Rams get their absolute faces beaten in uh, by Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Yoke was on the sideline, tossing the old pigskin around, you know, <laughs> as, as Joker does. Interesting that Joker decided to join the team in LA, Adam. It, I was kind of surprised by that. I just, you know, you know, I don't know how these things work, Matt. We, you know this. I just assumed, oh, he had a kid. He'll probably stay home. When the team comes back to Denver later in the week, that's probably when he'll rejoin. So the fact that he was out there surprised me a little bit. But, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, a pleasant surprise. Maybe we'll see him on Wednesday. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, or or it might have just simply been that he spent like two nights with a newborn and realized how much uh, <laughs> sucks to get up in the middle of the night. And you think the away. team was like, no, take the time off. He's like, no, I'll be out there. It's no, fine. I'm good. It's I'm fine. good. I'll, I'll be I'm there. Good. Quiet. Ho- I will tell you this, all those road trips, quiet hotel rooms are, are quite the luxury with when you have a newborn. Um, so good sign there. He won't play in, in tomorrow's game. Uh, I don't know who's available for the Clippers. I haven't heard if PG is playing. Doesn't matter. 
I would assume at least the starters will play some tomorrow for the, yeah. the you know, Marcus Morris and crew. Um, the big thing I guess here is one, I think an interesting question is like who starts I assume Jamichael. And then two, I guess like, Oh yeah. Right predict the, the starting lineup tomorrow. That'll be a, its own fun game. Yeah. Let's do that in the second segment. We'll predict starting lineup. All What's right. the number one thing that you're looking forward to seeing tomorrow with the nuggets besides just like the nuggets are back in basketball. No, it's not even that it's uh it's bones Highland. I mean, bones is the new toy, right? He's the new, like, we're still learning what he is. We're still getting a, a sense for his personality and his game. So it's no question Bones Highland, who I anticipate will play pretty good minutes tomorrow, given that it's the preseason game number one and that, you know, Yoke being out, everybody kind of slides over and plays some more minutes. So for me, our first extended look at Bones Highland since Summer League and our first real look alongside the real Nuggets, not the Summer League Nuggets. Is it weird that I, I kind of hope that Malone is a little... I don't know. I don't know whether to throw bones into the deep end or to be a little cautious. I'm just so, I'm always so warped from the Emmanuel Moody experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chris Paul. Well, so who would he have? Who's, who would be, who would be that guy for the Clippers? I mean, PG. Um, I don't think PG, I don't know if PG would pick up balls. Reggie's pretty good. Bledsoe, honestly, if, if Bledsoe yeah. plays and Bledsoe goes on him, like yeah. Bledsoe's a high caliber defender. Yeah. Um, that's a good that to me that's like a good all right let's see him against a good guy or a good defender but that's not like chris paul hounding you 90 feet yeah and like chris paul basically it. being like i'm going to end your world and, and teach you what the league is and then right. yeah no all so right. it's bone thailand i'm curious to see you know his, just just how he approaches this one I'm, I, I'm actually curious to see how much he plays i know i just made that there he'll probably play a, a decent amount but I don't know. Does that mean he comes in at the fourth and basically plays the whole fourth quarter or does he play real minutes? First quarter, second quarter, third, fourth. Uh, I'm excited to see it. And just um, what he looks like. Does he take some deep shots? Does he run pick and roll? Uh, It'll be that alone will make tomorrow worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, look, if bones has a a good performance, I mean, look, any sort of boost, I think to the rotation helps any sort of shooting, I think performance is genuinely helpful. Um, And yeah, look, I would say that what we learned with Malone is you set the tone in training camp and preseason for your approach. And if those are good, you can earn opportunities if there are injuries and then your level of mistakes dictate whether you stay in the rotation or not. Like that's kind of what we've learned with rookies. Um, And then until like, honestly, like after, after all-star and then it doesn't matter. Like I don't think Zeke Naji did anything wrong. I think just they got healthy after the all-star break until Jamal went down and then that was it. Right. Like Zeke was helpful until then. That's really the thing is if you're bones Highland, we actually haven't talked much about this. If you're bones Highland, you have until mid February and that's it. Like after all-star, you were probably out of the rotation. Maybe. I mean, that's what you have to make, to make an impact. I mean, the only reason I'm saying this, Matt is because this is what the team has been saying both on the record and off of like, Hey, that's usually what we expect out of a rookie, but He's really impressed so far, albeit really, really early, and we'll just see what happens. So um, I don't know. He's a talented kid, man. I mean, he's he's enough. There's guys that it's worth getting excited for, and there's guys that it's like, oh, I'm intrigued. Like Zeke Naji was a guy where I'm like, hey, I'm intrigued by his skill set. I think Bones Highland is a guy, while having a lower floor, he's a guy that I look at and I go, no, that's worth me being excited about seeing how he stacks up, seeing how he measures up in his first outing. 
and look, this is actually probably a, a pretty good opportunity just because, you know, they're not going to want to play starters too much. Will's still banged up, right? I, I, I think- Yeah, I don't know. If he, I, I would bet he does not play, which again, that means both your starting backcourt out. That, again, just bumps everybody up the rotation a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, like the starters might really be Monte or Faku and, and PJ. And so if that's the case, or Bones, right? And so if that's the case. Yeah. Do you think that with Barton, Jokic and Murray all being out, obviously Murray, but those guys all being out, that Porter and Gordon are likely to not play too much? I mean, if you were, if you're Michael Malone and you're looking at how do we get the most out of these preseason games, well, we want to see everyone together. If we don't have that in game one, let's slow play this. And then as those guys return, we'll start to play those, the Porter and Gordon more. Yeah, they'll be pretty, I think he'll be pretty conservative. Malone's hyper-competitiveness, I think the, the very limit for him is preseason. Like when it literally does not count. That Those are games when he's like, eh, okay. Like he doesn't yeah. invest himself. He's not going to be like, we got to win this game, you know? So yeah. the only thing I would say is I think he'll be curious to see if they give Aaron Gordon more opportunities to uh, handle the ball because Gordon's worked a lot on shooting and they've talked a little bit about getting him more involved as a ball handler. That's been a topic of discussion. So I kind of wonder if that's maybe the move is like Aaron Gordon winds up running more of the offense. Yeah. Hmm. Who are, if I can just ask you, who are your, give me your top three guys you're most excited to watch tomorrow, not like overall, but specifically tomorrow. Bones, Zeke, and PJ. That's a good list. That's, That's my list. list. I really want to see if PJ comes out and looks rusty and cold and isn't moving well because he was off, you know, he was away from basketball trying to, to rest up and get his body right. I don't know what a, a rough start for him does for him in the rotation. And I think he's pretty pivotal for them. Right. I think he's key for them in a lot of areas. Like a, a reason I'm high on him is what he can do. But if he's not able to do those things because of his offseason, I think that dramatically alters, not dramatically, I think that changes how I'm going to judge the rotational depth a little bit because it takes away one of their big ability to be like, oh, we need a shooting guard. All right, PJ's going to do that. Oh, we need a point guard. Oh, PJ's going to do that. Oh, we need a small forward. Oh, PJ's going to do that. Like that. That's one of the things I think that hurts is Dozier's versatility is kind of important given where the roster construction is at. Right. I have no question about it. I am curious with him, both him and Monte just sounds like didn't play a whole lot in the off season. So I'm curious to see how they, how they look early on in this one. My list would go, I mean, bones is number one. I might go a little more traditional. I, I don't specifically tomorrow. I don't know how much Michael Porter is going to play, but a lot of the reports out of camp are just that he looks stronger. And I, I want to see that. Cause that's one of the weaknesses that was like, okay, he needs to get stronger. Does he actually bully guys? Does he look physically imposing out there? Zeke's a good one, man. I, I, I didn't really think of it right off the bat, but you are right. Does he look like summer league Zeke Naji? Does he look a little bit more confident, knock down shots? Um, you know, that's, that's not a bad one. Uh, I think you could also go with Aaron Gordon. You know, they talked about him looking athletic. We'd like to see what that looks like. If Paul George does play, does he guard him? Um, you know, that one could be an interesting one. Barton, same thing. Does he look healthy? I, I just think, or I guess Barton, they're probably not going to play. I just think there's a lot of guys tomorrow that we get a look at. Even Bull. I know you're not buying this, Matt. I know you're not buying this, but he has been the standout, according to Michael Malone, he has been the standout of training camp. Let's wait on Bull. Let's take a break, and then let's okay. get back 
Okay. And we'll talk, we'll talk ball and we'll talk the starting lineup. Uh, by the way, before we go to break, one quick note. This is from uh, Fly by Night on Twitter, Justin Russo. Uh, Batum is out. Paul George is out. Marcus Morris is out. Serge Ibaka is out. Kawhi Leonard is out. Jason Preston, rookie uh, right foot injury. Oh, out man, he's tomorrow. out? Oh, what a bummer. So, like I said, point three of a basketball game tomorrow on some sort of streaming device, I'm sure, somewhere. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk ball and we'll talk the starters when we come back on Locked on Nuggets. But first... In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized the fantasy bro- basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. That's lame. It made no sense. It required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick. It's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply have more scheduled games, that's done. The days of mindless busy work, over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, also over. In game picks, you make one pick for one game per week for each player based off of player matchups, home versus away, the strategy stuff that makes fantasy basketball fun. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code. And if you play fantasy basketball, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You won't be disappointed. We're also brought to you today by DirecTV. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you illegally stream the Nuggets games. All you're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. No more juggling remotes. No need to buy another device ever again. The best part? No annual contract. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. We'll be right back on Locked On. Welcome back to Locked On Nuggets. Thanks for making this part of your day. Thanks for making this your first listen each and every day. We're available on all platforms for you to stream. Adam, let's talk ball. So there was like some burbling in the open runs, like, hey, you know, Bowles looking better. Uh, and then there was Michael Porter Jr. who's like, you know, like Bowles been in it and he's been engaged and I've been talking to him and all these things. And then like Malone backed it up. And so now it's like this. So this is an interesting situation in terms of, of covering a basketball team in that I have seen before there be like, established patterns of a guy getting hype and it not translating but it's also the only information we have so like the only information that we have available is that bull bull and to his extreme credit bull bull has owned up for his part in his past issues like he literally a little bit i don't want to give him full credit yet not because I'm, i'm trying to be a jerk about it just because i there's he's done a great job he's checked the first box but i don't want to say like he's owned up to it he had a few comments about i need to be better focused and and more hardworking and that kind of stuff i mean i think the things that you wanted to hear from him you heard sure sure and that's all that's all i'm really saying is like there he can't you know you can't really change anything with what you say you can only do it by doing it um but what he said was like one line that's that's the only thing i'm saying is 
He said very, very little, but it happened to be the thing that, at least from what we've heard, it, it, it is a, an awareness of what it is that's holding him back. Has he talked out there? Um, I, feel like, I feel like, I think Singer had something with them where he owned up a little bit more to it too. It was media day, I believe. I it was media day. Um, either way, right. like th- this is his first big test, right? Is like, but here, here I think is my problem, Adam, is like a lot of it with me is Bowles approach has killed any chance of him finding a role. The other problem is that I genuinely do not know how a team would appropriately and effectively use him in the NBA. I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying, I don't know what that answer is. So like, what is it that you would want? Is it just engagement and like, scoring uh, what what are you looking for yeah so here here's the i want to it's i'm going to go even more abstract i know you're looking for specifics but i'm going to go more abstract and jermichael green the way he tells it by the way jermichael green a veteran that's in bull bull's corner like he's he's rooting him on to kind of get it and the way he phrased it was we need bull like we need him and i think this is the thing because we get the bull i'm sure you get this too the bull fans who will hop in the mentions and say why are you and matt so low on him why why this or that and it's not that I'm low on him on his skill. It has nothing to do with his skill set. It's that we know to make it in the NBA, the best basketball league in the world, no matter how talented you are, you have to grind at all, every single aspect of it for years before you fully unlock it. And just from everything we've seen and heard, Bull maybe has not quite understood or ex- and or accepted that responsibility so far. So when we hear that he is, you know, he was not, he didn't just show up on media day or the day before he was there doing workouts and open runs with the team weeks before and, and, and starting to, you know, put that effort in. That's a sign of like, okay, he's ready to start the process of unlocking his talent. And the thing I like about it is, yeah, he is seven foot three with an incredible touch, the ability or, or the potential to be a guy that blocks shots and rebounds and covers a lot of ground on defense. He's never really actually done it, but you look at his, his frame and you say, okay, he could do this. And when Jermichael Green says we need him to achieve what we want to achieve, to me, that's it. It's just this guy who is a game breaker because of his length and his height and his skill set to, to score and, and to be able to space the court and then to provide that defense. But he, it's just going to take so much work to get to that point. That's why, that's, all I, that's why I just want to pump the brakes and say, hey, it's been one week. One good week, it sounds like, but it's been one week. I like that we're having a, a, a brake pump off. Like we're just <laughs> you and me trying to trying to pump the brakes harder. But you know, I, I think also be excited. Like I want to celebrate it just within the context of what it is. This is a small celebration, not a like mission accomplished. Right. It hasn't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten worse and it hasn't stayed the same. It's gotten better. And that's the first step. I think a lot of it for me is I don't I don't know. Like here's an interesting question though, is right, is like on the surface, I would say, you know, I don't think they need a lot of scores which is his most natural thing to do. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's, a, that's the thing he clearly puts the most time and thought into. But, but I'll also say this, like on the bench, they got, another, you know, I always talk about those guys that are the, the Lebowski's, right? They tie the room together, but like Jamichael Green ties the room together. Jeff yeah. Green ties the room together. PJ Dozier ties the room together. Faku Campazzo honestly ties the room together. Like it wouldn't kill him to have just like a guy that's like, Hey, he's going to score 15 off the bench. Like, I don't think that's Bull's ticket to this team to success on this team. And I'm not sure it's his, like that might be his ticket 
four, three years from now that, okay, now he's good enough that he's going to be like a top two option on some lineup, whether it's a bench lineup or whatever. I don't think that's his ticket here. I think his ticket is the fact that he can score and he's really good at shooting that above the break three is like, okay, we have another shooter on the court, but what we really have is a matchup nightmare and a guy that, again, he has never shown this. So I'm not trying to give him this, <laughs> but a guy who has figured out defensive rotations, he's seven, three with like a seven, what was it, like eight, nine wings. I can't remember what it is. Some ridiculous wingspan. He should be able to be the greatest help side defender in the NBA. And that, that's all I'm saying is I think that's what Jim Michael Green says is like, hey, man, I hope you get good enough to where we have to play you because you're just a guy that like kind of like Boban is on offense. You're a guy that every other team is like, well, this is a one of one player. We have to kind of like change up our style for because he's so weird. It's gross how dialed in we are at this point because I was just thinking about Boban. I was like, well, what you're kind of describing is Boban. Like, that right, was, right, right. Like in my brain. Um So, like, for you, tomorrow is about, like, intensity and connectedness and just, like, it, I understand kind of what you're getting at because I've often said this about defense, that there's two different types of defenders. There's rotational defenders and there's playmakers. Like, yeah. you can be a playmaker defensively. Yeah, it's guys sure. that cause steals and create havoc and pressure. He's a, play, a defensive playmaker, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I would agree with that. He's a defensive playmaker. And so – like that's, I think that's kind of like the same thing here, right? It's like big block shots out of nowhere blocks, like, right. you know, crazy jump shots, like yep. the ability to block jump shots is a very rare thing in the NBA and bowls really good at it. Right. So that's maybe, maybe encouraging. That um, is what I'm hoping to see though. Yeah. If like he had 10 rebounds tomorrow and if he just defensively, you're like, Oh wow, look, he's so dialed in to me. That'd be the most impressive thing. The shots the like through the legs trail threes, like the stuff that he does every now and then I just, that, We've seen it. Everybody knows he has that in his bag. It's not necessarily efficient at the moment, but everybody knows that's there. They need to see like, hey, are you a guy Malone can be like, he's not going to screw us up right now. He might add something. We don't know, but he's not going to screw us up. And if he looks like a dialed in guy like that, to me, I will feel slightly optimistic that he's turned a corner in his career. Uh, Because I'm a sadist, do you want to know what I kind of want to see? Oh, let me hear it. Uh, I want him to not play. Oh, because you can see how he responds to that. Yeah, I want to see how he you responds. You know what? You're a, you're a bad scientist and so is Malone. I'm now, I'm now thinking this might actually happen. Like, don't play him and then play him on Wednesday and see uh, what he does. Peter Cornelly gets 15 minutes. Yeah, Tariq Black. <laughs> like, Tariq Black the, Nuggets crazy. fans losing their minds because Tariq Black is out there instead of Bol Bol. Like... Hey, man. And, and after the game, Malone says, well, you know, we've only got those guys for a short time. We want to get a look at them. They yeah. were, they played really well in camp. You know, Bo will definitely have his opportunities. But, like, I, I, I think testing him on that and being like, okay, how do you come in on Tuesday? I love it. This is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But I'm, I'm actually all for it. Yeah. As much yeah. as I desperately want to see Bo Bo play, um, I wouldn't mind this mad experiment. Uh, guess on starters tomorrow. So I'm going to guess Monte starts. Barton is out. So let me go through. So Michael Porter is going to start. Aaron Gordon's going to start at center. Oh my. <laughs> you know what? Oh man. Wow. Um, I'm going to guess Austin Rivers starts. Okay. That's four. And then I'm going to guess. 
Wow. I really have unleash. no guess. I'm going to say Jermichael. Unleash. Unleash. I don't think it'll be Jermichael Green because I think oh, you want to no. maybe try to get as much you need. You need a there. bigger body to, to replicate the offense, Adam. Tariq Black. Oh, my. It's not going to be Tariq, Tariq Black. Black. Tariq Black. And I don't think, man, I don't know. I think, oh, man, you are really making me uncomfortable here. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to say Bull Bull gets the start at center. Bull okay. Bull. <laughs> okay. Let me just go see if I can find Clippers plus three anywhere. Let's see if I can go ahead and get that bet dialed in here. On my I mean, phone. part of me wouldn't mind seeing, and we've heard Bowl and Bones have a connection, so I wouldn't mind seeing that off the bench. But I, it also makes sense that if you have, you know, Faku and Dozier and J. Mike and Jeff Green, you've got mostly your bench intact, and maybe you can just keep it intact. I will guess Faku Campazzo starts. Yes. <laughs> Austin Rivers. Okay. Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. And Jeff Green starts. Yeah, that's a man. This is going to be such a preseason game. <laughs> it's going to be a peak preseason game, but I'm here for it. Yeah. I think, look, man, there's a lot of players to get excited for tomorrow. I mean, even Jeff Green, it'll be interesting to see. I think it'll be more interesting when Yoke's back. Um, Look, what I'm excited about is what we don't know. That's like, that's the best part is like, this is the time of discovery is that you get to find out things about them, right? And you get to see like, oh, he's got something new or he's looking good or he's looking fat, like different types of things. Like, you know, you just get to get get to get the first look at them and they get their feet wet. And and that's like a good start. And this is not the Clippers. This is like a shell of them. Um, Wednesday's going to be interesting, I think. because that one, you assume they they like they they will try and like ramp up a little bit. You've only got four preseason games, so you know it's crazy. Do you realize we have three games this week? Yeah, three three Nuggets games. I can't wait. I'll bet Yoke plays in one of them. Uh, they're home on Friday, right? They're home on Friday. We're, home, we're gonna go to a game. Oh, I'm gonna go to a game. That's amazing. I'll probably be at a game of the game too. Maybe that's that's gonna be fun. Um. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up some more thoughts on preseason and we'll talk about some other extraneous NBA news when we come back on Locked On Nuggets. But first, I need to tell you about Bilt Bar because it's amazing and it's the best tasting protein bar in the whole world. They have so many delicious flavors at Bilt.com. Something for everybody. You can be in a coconut or double chocolate or salted caramel or strawberry, which I like, or my favorite, which is orange, cookies and cream or German chocolate. If you haven't tried them all, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Built Bar flavors best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off at Built.com. We'll be right back. final segment here on locked on nuggets thanks for making us your first listen each and every day uh so adam as we wrap up kind of our preseason talk on game number one versus whatever the clippers are going to throw out there um you know actually be kind of an interesting one is i bet terrence wow man's bigger this is kind of things i think of bones is taller because when i scouted him i was like oh he's got good length and then it's like yeah. oh he's got good length against college guys and now he's right yeah smaller 
Um, it'll be interesting to see though, because like if Bledsoe plays, I think Reggie Jackson is Reggie Jackson amongst that list of guys I said was out. I think so. Because like he's another one. Like that's a big thing. Is just Bones is gonna have to is gonna meet like you know NBA guys. That's a, that's a lot of it. Um, no, he's not. He's not amongst those guys. So uh, Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, both probably gonna play tomorrow. And Eric Bledsoe says he's gonna take it serious. So there you go. There you go. Preseason, uh, baby. Let's go preseason. Will Eric Bledsoe and Faku Campazzo get into a fight? Stay tuned. Remember how hard Faku played last year in his first preseason game? I expect the exact same <laughs> intensity. I can't wait for it. Should be good. Uh, biggest thing from Zeke Naji, actually. I really want to see where he fits in the rotation. The fact that he was like, yeah, I'm going to play on the wing. I was really surprised. Like, I, I, ju- I, I keep. You know what? I'm going to change my starters up. He starts tomorrow. Okay. Zeke Naji starts at center. Okay. That makes sense. I like that. I think it's uh, it's gonna be Jamichael. Let's just be real. Uh, I think it's gonna be interesting though to see just <laughs> without Jokic filling in thirty five minutes, the roster's lack of a center is gonna be very glaring. Right. And like Zubac is gonna play tomorrow, so you're gonna see it immediately. Even even in a preseason game, you're gonna see the impact of not having like a center on roster outside of the legend Tariq Black. To really be able to counter the the physicality like this is going to be a thing i also part of it too is that i just don't know how you like how do you possibly replicate the offense like what are you running tomorrow you know and i know, oh, I know. They, yeah i've got this yeah i know they don't really care because you're just like you're just going through the reps you're going through like game prep and training and like it's just getting your feet wet and getting back into okay this is how we play an nba game it's just interesting to me because the nuggets are so yokish centric especially without Jamal that I genuinely do not know what an offense looks like without Jokic for this long a period of time. Right. And especially because you can't just be like, Oh, we're going to just like where most NBA teams do if their star center is not on the floor. Oh, we're just going to run pick and roll. But who are you running pick and roll with in this, in this, in on this team? It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be, I, I don't know. That's one reason maybe to start bowl, honestly, is you can just run dribble handoffs with them. <laughs> Here's the thing, Matt. Last time we saw bowl, he sort of swallowed up the entire style of play. <laughs> like there was the like yeah. bowl on the court and bowl off the court style. So that's why I'd maybe not, but you know what? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> You're like, quit trying to solve a puzzle that has no answer. Let's yeah, there's wait. no answer to this Let's one. I will it. say, I will say, Matt, you're going to love this one. I've started my scout on Peter Cornelly. Press me with his passing. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not down on it. I'm not here. I'm, here's, go ahead. I, I can't be like, oh come on, he's a nothing guy. I said the same thing about Jokic. Like, right, right, right. I gotta trust the staff at this point. Like those guys are, are <laughs> some of the best scout. This is the. This is arguably the best scouting department in the NBA. Like yeah. it used to be the Spurs. It's honestly every guy on the nugget, like Malik Beasley is making like 18 million. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Yusuf Nurkic is the starting center for the Blazers. Like right. it, they're guys that they don't have room for start on other teams. It's wild, you know? Um, so no, I, I'm excited to see Courtney. Like I said, there will be surprises. Uh, my biggest thing is that please God, everybody stay healthy. Just get yeah. out of this game healthy. Doesn't have to be said again. Yeah. Knock on sure. wood. Just like, come on. 
Let me let me give you a quick update. Um, I put a poll out about three hours ago asking Nuggets fans who they're most excited to see. 22% said Michael Porter. 53%, more than half, said Bones Highland. 12% said Bull Bull. 13% said other, and almost all of those others were for none other than Faku. Argentina caught this uh, caught this one, this poll. Can I ask you? Uh Is this a good environment for MPJ or not? Yeah. I mean, there's nobody. I mean, if you just think about we just talked about a starting lineup, who's going to score? If it was Austin Rivers, Monte, or Faku, either one, like there's just not a lot of guys that he's going to touch the ball every time down court. That's a great. I, he might play 18 minutes and have 25 points. I'd be very excited for that. Okay. All right. That's a good point. I, I'll bite on that. Speaking of Michael Borah Jr., we didn't touch on this last week, but we, we need to talk, talk about it just briefly. Um, MPJ went ahead and did an interview with Singer and said he's not comfortable getting the vaccination. Uh, no one was surprised. Literally no one in the entire universe was surprised by this. I don't think anyone in the entire world was like, what? Right. So we talked a lot about the vax last week. We're not going to talk any more about it. Uh, I will give you this brief update. I did reach out to the city of Denver and I got a non-response basically on any sort of uh, consideration or movement towards a possible mandate order for Ball Arena in the city of Denver. Currently, it only applies to very restricted personnel that are in high-risk situations, most especially healthcare. That's like the very, that's the priority for them is to make sure that, that if you're working in healthcare, you were vaccinated. So that has not happened yet. I do believe, however, that if we trace, if we go back and we look at the beginning of the pandemic, the first outbreak was in Seattle and then Chicago and the, the massive horrifying first event was in New York. And then it trickled down from there. And then when we got kind of the vaccinations, it started in the large cities and then is trickling down to the rural communities higher and higher. We're seeing, I think, I think we're going to see the same thing where San Francisco has a mandate, New York has a mandate, LA is considering a mandate. After those are in place, it's pretty likely that we're going to see progressively more and more mandates. What's interesting, I will say, is that that's on the Colorado state level. Like I had to email the Colorado state government about this because Polis is the one that, that issues that mandate. Um, those restrictions are very specifically for those areas so i do not foresee denver having an edict that does not apply to colorado springs or fort collins or grand junction and in those situations i think it's harder to make the case for them you would have to make the case only for events with the number of people that are in ball arena um so and here's another thing is like has ball arena announced the vax policy yet i didn't I, they it does not sound like they will need a uh to, to show proof of vax Okay, so for now, they're okay. And like, luckily, like Delta's starting to abate a little bit, knock on wood. So maybe we can just like ride this out and it'll be okay. Um, still makes you nervous, but that's kind of like the latest update on where things are. It's just, there are, uh, there. Uh, the we saw because of those mandates, by the way, Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins. Oh, I know Andrew Wiggins for sure. It, Kyrie Irving it said it, it, that he was going to, or there was a report that he was going to. So both of those guys maybe now are, I don't know if Michael Porter, I don't know if this is a thing where the pressures of it, because again, the one thing we did talk about this is it's more extensive testing. 
Um, if you do get have to go into the protocols because you were exposed to someone, you're there for a longer period of a long period of time. So the maybe Michael Porter does get worn down by all of this um, a couple weeks into the season or even before, and then decides to change his mind. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But the, the, it's not just the mandates; it's also the, all of the, those other things. Uh, the official statement I got was many businesses, healthcare systems, and higher learning institutions have already instituted vaccination requirements, and we applaud any organization that steps up to help increase vaccine uptake with the goal of protecting customers and workers. That is mm. the official statement from the Colorado State Emergency Operations Center. Um, so there's that. I'm trying to think what else kind of to talk about. Uh, the Lakers looked bad today. Just say that. I, I yeah. Caught that. Caught that Pelicans game. They looked bad. They didn't look as bad as the Broncos. <laughs> I can't. You I can't. Gave us another one star review on iTunes. I can't. I can't dig. I can't dig. Teddy got hurt. Teddy uh, got hurt. Uh, it's not their fault. I mean, you had to actually play. Like I didn't a even watch fun. today. I didn't even watch today's game. I was. I've been so excited, and then I just. I don't actually have a TV at the moment. I'm gonna have to solve that soon. At least you decided to move now, and not like the like the start of the season. So you're not like scrambling. I wish it was two weeks ago. Oh, I'm not going to lie. But... Trying to figure it out. Um, so when you're listening to this, it'll be October 4th, which means 15 days until the start of the NBA season and 16 days until the first Nuggets regular season game against the Phoenix Suns. So that's pretty exciting. Pretty Let's exciting. Go. Uh, let me ask you so I, one more thing before we go, Maris. Are you feeling better or worse the same than on media day about the nuggets as they enter the season uh, the same i mean you could say like worse because yoke's missing time and barton's missing time but i just i don't i factor those so mildly that i just say the same okay okay i think the nuggets are a veteran team believe it or not they are a veteran team and yeah. preseason means less than it has at any point of the Jokic era. doesn't mean it's meaningless just means less when Katie Wingy reported that uh, Barton sprained his ankle, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. Man, poor Will. He never can. He just said he was so healthy. And then Katie was like, yeah, they said that he was out of the walking boot. And I was like, wait, walking boot? What do you mean <laughs> walking walking boot? Uh, Although I will say on the scale, if you're wondering, if, just for perspective, about how, like, what's a, what, what a good media day or what a good, like, start to the season – Look at the New Orleans Pelicans who started off with David Griffin being like, yeah, you know, Zion had, had surgery on a fractured foot, but he'll be fine. And everyone's like, wait, wait, what? Crazy, man. Crazy. Craziness. Yes. All right. Wrap it up for Locked On Nuggets. Thanks for making us part of your day. We'll be back tomorrow after the game with a review, if I can figure out some way to watch it, um, <laughs> of, of Clippers Nuggets. Uh, make sure to let us know what you want to know about preseason. Send us your questions. What are you interested in? What, what's the stuff that you really want us to dig into? On tomorrow night's first post-game show for Lockdown Nuggets. For Adam Mares, I'm Matt Moore. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys again next time on Lockdown.